safe and well. Welcome to another exciting episode of Jeeva's Podcast. This is Vidya Naranaswamy, your host. Today, we have with us Joe Jackson, IBM's Vision Realization Officer. You might be thinking what that role means, but we'll get to it. She started off as a as the plant controller officer for Johnson & Johnson and became the CFO of Integrated Project Management in 1988. In her current role, she helps investigate, recommend, and implement strategies to help realize IPM's vision of becoming a 100-year company. That's pretty cool. She holds a BS and an MBA from Eastern Illinois University and serves on the Board of Trustees of Everest Academy, Limont. She is also active in her church community and serves on a variety of boards and committees as well. We are so excited to have you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you taking time for this. This is going to have a lot of graduates. So thanks so much for taking time and be with us in our show. We welcome you to our show. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be with you and we'll just have some nice chat, right? Yes. All right. Okay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I am an accountant by background. That's what my education was in and how I began my career at a J&J facility. Um, I've always loved accounting because there's a right answer and you know when you've gotten it. Yes. It ties out, it balances, yes. it's a good thing. So there's something in my personality that likes that, okay, not, not only did I get the right answer, I actually know I got the right answer. Um, but as often happens, you know, other things pop into your lives and for me it was the opportunity to help start this company from from ground zero um, very good fortune that I met the founder of integrated project management we can call it IPM right um, that I met the founder of IPM when he and I both worked at the same Johnson & Johnson facility um, and then when he began this venture he invited me along for the ride so it's been a 33 plus year ride wow. now um, so it's a it's a real blessing in my life it, it, it really was um, serendipity I think um, I grew up in Belleville Illinois which is right across the Mississippi River from St. Louis um, in a small town, very, very um, uh, blasé, I guess you could say, but that makes it a good place to yes. grow up. Uh, I was the third of six children, so I was not coddled in any way, shape, or form. Um, loved, but not, but not coddled. Um, my, uh, neither of my parents had a college degree, and yet somehow, we all knew we would be going to college. It was never a, a discussion. But mom encouraged us to find what we loved. And as a senior in high school, I took a bookkeeping class. This is back in the days when there were calculators with um, <laughs> uh, yes. tape. I know. And, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but this bookkeeping class, I just, 
I just fell in love with it. And then it just so happened around the time I graduated from college, uh, from high school, my mom was done with the younger kids being at home and she took a part-time job as a bookkeeper at a nursing home. How's that for an exciting right. job? <laughs> and during the summer though, she still wanted to be home with my um, younger siblings. So she asked if I would work. Oh. So mom and I, back in 1971, were, were trendsetters. We did a yeah. job share. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, because I stayed home for my first two years of college and went to a junior college, uh -huh. she and I shared that job for two and a half years. Wow. And it was fabulous experience for me, real world accounting experience. Um, and that's, that's I never looked back. I, I never even thought about it. After my senior year of high school, I knew that's what I wanted. That's what you wanted to do. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. It was lucky. Another story. blessing. <laughs> so many of our readers might not be familiar with what your current role entails. Vision Realization Officer. So tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, nobody would know what this role entails. <laughs> as far as I know, I am the only Vision Realization Officer in the whole world. Oh, I, yeah! I, I don't know, but I might be. Um, the title was invented by Rich, the, the founder of IPM, in 2015 when I asked if I could please stop being IPM's CFO and take a, a role that was a bit less stressful. Um, and he was so accommodating and created this role That's for me. That's a beautiful me. title. Oh, it is a beautiful title. title. Yes. And what it really means, from day one, we have had a hundred year vision for IPM. It, it permeates how you look at things. It helps you have a long-term perspective no matter what you're working on. It is just such a solid way to build a lasting business, which is what Rich has always wanted. And now we're into this 30 years, we're getting to the age where, you know, Something's gonna happen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, uh, he thought it was appropriate, and I most certainly agree that I spend focused time on how can we get rich what he deserves mm -hmm. as a reward for starting this business mm -hmm. without selling the business. Yeah. He always committed that he didn't want to sell it to the outside. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what I'm trying to help us realize. Okay. So the vision I'm trying to help realize is the 100 year vision. And I'm doing that by investigating ways to get him to transfer his ownership in a way that the company continues and the people who have built the company after that. So that is totally different from accounting, right? I mean, yes. it is building strategies. How easy was the transition? It was very easy because even though I was CFO and even though the vision realization aspect mm -hmm. isn't necessarily accounting mm -hmm. per se, mm -hmm. 
it certainly has a, a yes. huge financial yes. um, implication. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it is something when when Rich set up his original succession plan, which he did because he's kind of that visionary, got a lot of foresight kind of guy. And so we've had a succession plan in place almost from the very beginning. Maybe there were okay. a few years at the beginning, beginning before we had anything wow. to protect. Wow, okay, that's pretty but, cool. But within, you know, a few years, uh -huh. we, we already had a piece of paper that said, mm -hmm. something happens to Rich, here's what happens to the company. Um, and again, I do think that just shows his visionary yeah, uh, capability. Um, He's selfless. <laughs> yes, yes. So while it's not the same as accounting, it is most certainly uh, okay. It was tied. easy for you. It was easy. Okay. What would you say is a favorite thing about what you do? The favorite thing in my current role mm -hmm. is helping non-for-profits. So it's it's a, I'm totally shifting gears here because uh -huh. <laughs> that has actually nothing yeah. to do with realizing our hundred year vision. Mm -hmm. Except if you look at our mission and belief statement, uh -huh. it has always included doing right by the community, helping others, making the world a better place. And by me stepping into this role without the day to day pressures of you know, keeping the business running that a CFO has to do, I have been able to kind of become IPM's um, not-for-profit ambassador. Oh! And that's very fun. IPM's mascot for a non-profit. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, that makes me feel like I should put on a bear costume no. or a dog or something. No! <laughs> You're exactly right. We could have a tiara for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. So helping uh, those organizations, whether it's with financial aspects, which is a lot of what I do with the Adverse Academy, okay. um, but those kinds of things, because we just always wanted to help other organizations. It's a good thing. Yeah, that's so sweet. I mean, I mean, I wish all the companies think that way. Yes. You know? Yes. The world would be <laughs> a, a better, better place. place. Yeah. So I think IBM has set up a good example for how you can, you know, take, you can take what you have and build something better. So that's, that's very nice. Okay. As a student, a young professional, what role did your mentors have? in the direction of your career path? I would say I had the good fortune of having, in particular, two very good teachers. Okay. One was in college, the very first accounting teacher that I had, and one was in grade school, sixth grade. Oh, you still remember. Oh, for heaven's sake, Miss Lachance, oh. yes. God bless her, rest her soul. She's no longer with us. <laughs> but she taught me how to write. And I think wow. the art of written yeah. communication is so important. Very. <laughs> it can be so influential. Yes. And she helped me see clear and correct. That's nice. 
um, grammar and sentence structure and yeah, everything about writing. And my Mr. Pinkston, Mr. Pinkston. Um, <laughs> and my accounting teacher made me realize that despite the stereotype, mm -hmm. it is possible for an accountant to have a personality. And he had one, Aww. and he made accounting fun. Okay. And I think I'm kind of a high You are a very person. fun person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun, you think high you know? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, yeah. and, and it was kind of like he gave me permission oh, yeah. to, to be that, to be That's myself. Nice. You can still do all the number crunching and all the precision, but you can enjoy it. Have relationships yeah. through it. What qualities attracted you to those mentors? Both of them very much no nonsense. No nonsense. I never had to wonder if where they were coming from or <laughs> where they're going. Where, where they're going. <laughs> or that they had my best interest at heart. Okay. I always That's really nice. felt like Okay, even if they were criticizing uh -huh. me, which they, of course, would, um, it was because they cared enough to want to make That's me better. Nice. And that really has influenced how I supervised people That's over the years. You can still be gentle, you can still be considerate, compassionate, of course, always respectful, but no, no nonsense, no wrapping things when they shouldn't be wrapped. <laughs> That's really nice. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. What, what do you think are the most important steps that helped you shape who you are? I, I know I was very heavily influenced by my family life. The fact that we had a bunch of kids. I remember one time we did a, a gift for my parents that had a bunch of questions mm -hmm. and each of the six of us answered the question uh -huh. and then we published it <laughs> without saying who said what. Oh. So to see if my parents could guess could which of their children said what. And I, this strikes me so often. One of the questions was, when did you think you had too many siblings? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And my answer uh -huh. that I didn't even hesitate mm -hmm. was never. never. Never did I think I had too many siblings. Uh -huh. I thought there was not enough chocolate cake <laughs> or not enough popcorn uh -huh. or not a new outfit uh -huh. or, you know, that kind of thing. Uh -huh. but, but I wouldn't have traded oh. any of that. And I think that kind of family bond mm -hmm. can be translated in a work yes. environment you yes. know we yes. call ipmers family members yeah. and, and you guys mean it so that's we do yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so i would have to say that's family. the biggest shaper that's beautiful <laughs> yeah and of course faith was built yeah. in there um, i mean it's inculcated yeah. yes that's right true. beautiful what has been the greatest challenge in your career and what approach did you take to overcome that challenge? I think the greatest challenge was that it's it's still a challenge for everybody 
that's uh, the balance. Oh yeah. particular when children oh, yes. enter the picture. Um, the kids need parenting. Yes, they need attention. <laughs> yes. All the time. All the time. And while I, I don't think I would have been a fabulous stay-at-home mom, <laughs> um, I was home for a few years and so I had a taste of that and I don't regret that at all. But, but I know in the end, I couldn't do that for 20 years like many parents do. And bless them, that's fabulous, it's wonderful. Um, but I, I do think that was the biggest challenge. And the approach is try this, try that. Yeah. Yeah. Solicit help from others. Um, figure out, okay, I'll trade off this this time, but the next time I'm, it's going to yeah. be the opposite. And I think if you kind of apply your good common sense and what works for you, do the best you can with what you got at the moment, and don't beat yourself up. Yeah, don't yeah, don't be hard on yourself. <laughs> right. As long as you have honestly done your best and considered everybody's perspective yeah. not not just you know um yeah great that's a great answer <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> okay <laughs> so what's the best advice you've ever received in your life i think it would have to be from my very first boss after i started working he said Okay, you're, you're just done with school and you've got all this knowledge. Well, let me tell you, about 25% of how successful you will be will be because of what you know about accounting. 75% of how successful you will be will be because of how you treat people. Ah, and nice. I, I took that to heart and everybody deserves your kindness everybody deserves nobody deserves to be walked on mm -hmm. or, or taken advantage of everybody deserves yeah kindness and consideration and help and correction in a in a kind way yeah um, so you never i mean you can be 100 percent right right it's always mistakes that you make and you learn from Yes, yes, that's a really good point too, Vivia, that you bring up. Never run from your mistakes. Yeah. Mess them up. You're not, yeah. yeah. And fix them. Yeah. And learn from it. Yeah. And there again, there don't go. beat yourself up. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So, that brings us to our lightning round. Are you ready for this? I am. You, you cannot think for a long time, okay? <laughs> Don't cheat. Okay, here okay. we go. If you were selected as the Vice President of the United States of America, what is the first thing you would do? War came to my mind. I would end the war. I don't know how I would do that, but that's the yeah. very first thing that yeah. came to my mind. Okay. If I had that kind of mm -hmm. 
power. Um, yeah, definitely. Very good answer. All right. Love your answer. Okay. What would you do for fun in moon? In the moon? Uh-huh. If I was on the moon? Uh-huh. I think I would jump? just jump. Uh, yeah! I got another person who would jump with me. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? I'd rather be able to speak every language. Animals are lovely creatures. In my belief system, they don't have souls. To be able to communicate with every human being. Oh, be awesome. Fabulous. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Invisibility or super strength? Super strength. Awesome. Captain Marvel. I don't want to hide from anything and I want to do everything. There you go. <laughs> This is why you're on our talk show. <laughs> If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? I don't want to go too far back because those oh, people yeah. have oh, it rough. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think the age of the big hoop skirts oh. would be kind of cool. Yes. I know women didn't really have it easy then, but, but it, it, if you were at the right social uh -huh. economic level, uh -huh. it'd be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be cool. D dancing. Yeah. Cool. Just imagine you dancing. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay. So I now know you like dancing. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Favorite childhood TV show? Ponderosa. <gasps> you know? Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about it later. Oh my god. Okay. They had a character. Sorry, this is why. Uh -huh. They had a character called Little Joe. Little Joe. And even though it was a guy, Joe, a Joseph, not a Joanne, oh, no. I, I always felt like, huh? And he was the third child, oh, which I was also. Oh, you related. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, a place you want to visit. Oh, there are so many. I really want to go to uh, the Grand Canyon. And oh, yeah. there's so many national parks out west that I have not been to. Um, I could go on and on. If you want me to, maybe yes, I please. will. Because I, I would love to go to many places. What is top on your list? My very top is the West Coast um, natural um, nature parks. Ooh. But after that, then it would be Fatima, Fatima. Portugal. Oh. That's the next one. After that, Lourdes, France. After I that, I want to find some place in Bahi Bahi. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> Where it would be a completely different kind of nice. trip. Do you want an apprentice? I'm always available. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. All right. Best friend's name. Your best friend's name. Kathleen. Kathleen. Okay. What is the most boring thing you had to do? Pull weeds out of my grandma's driveway. Oh. I hated that. I really did. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just imagined you doing it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Last question. The last song you listened to. You will be my music. Oh. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. 
Okay, that brings us to the end of the lightning round. You did really well. Okay. <laughs> I was fast enough. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? No. Depend on each other. Awesome. Ask questions. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help because think about it. When someone asks you for help, don't you feel so good? Aren't you so yeah. happy to be able to help, help somebody? Yeah. So do someone else that favor of allowing them to help you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> wow. See, I told you this is why you have to be on our show. <laughs> well, listeners, thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, thank you so much, Joe, for being in our show. I mean, it's an absolute honor. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. The show links can be found in Jeeves Podcast webpage. Come back often. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us for another amazing episode of Jeeves Podcast. I'd love to hear your comments. If you'd like to learn more about the organization, please visit jeeves.org or sign up for our newsletters. Till I see you next time, this is Vijay Narnas. We'll be signing off.